0: The pair you are about to hear are not professionals. Their opinions and beliefs are not fact. They are just two idiots that are speaking nonsense.
1: Casters, it is i jasmine and uh we are joined here today by zach or randy fucking randy god damn it
2: i am i i randy yes i am
1: oh why do you talk like yoda
2: <laughs> i chose to
1: <clears throat> well at least you weren't talking in third person
2: the whole time randy talks in third person randy is now talking
1: Randy
2: is now talking. Yeah, Randy decided that he feels that he should be on the podcast today. All right.
1: What's Randy bringing to the podcast today?
2: Randy brings good tidings, good news, and Zach, because right now, Zach doesn't want to speak, so I am his, I guess, translator. (laughs) <laughs> Mini-mini
1: safety, whispering into his ear on his shoulder? Okay.
2: I guess, uh, I guess Randy is his translator. Randy has decided, uh, Zach said he has gotten back into Minecraft after being done with his, uh, schoolwork. And he's been trying to apply for jobs, uh, and all that. But in this free time, Minecraft has kind of taken up the wheel. Minecraft, Minecraft. Minecraft.
1: <clears throat> Minecraft. Yeah, I my, didn't remember inviting girlfriend. fucking Randall here. Uh, Ran, for, for Randall,
2: sorry, that's my father's name. Randall. Randall's my father's name. You You're, can Randall. Call You're
1: Randall. You're Randall,
2: No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
3: Randy, are you Okay randy had to leave i think he had a little breakdown when you when you called him randall
1: oh Uh, oh no (laughs) (laughs) i didn't mean to cause a breakdown for uh randall
3: but uh... Uh, i think i don't know if he'll come back or not but we'll see um anyways no i've been playing minecraft uh with jasmine we got on a new server i was like you know what i feel like i should play minecraft again and oh boy yes it is very fun once again we're back in the swing of things and uh (laughs) <laughs>
1: well when that summer hit it be hitting you know what i mean there,
3: we've been we've been we've been grinding really hard specifically me on doing certain things i've been well, yeah i don't really our... get a choice yeah like it's <laughs> i
1: only get on whenever you're on because uh-huh, it's your world i know,
3: I know. it but like...
1: otherwise i'd put equal amount of fucking time into it but yeah well... it's hard
3: work man <laughs> i put a lot of effort into doing certain things in the world mapping out certain regions uh, oh gross adding extensions on the house and all that what whatnot but yeah in the uh in the time graduation comes this friday ah, um ah. It'll be interesting to see, we'll see what happened It's going to be good. I'll be back this weekend back there so you'll hear us together. Um, my sister's
1: due within the next two weeks, dude. Like, mm-hmm. I get a little niece and she gets to come over mm-hmm. one to two times a week. I remodeled my front room into a nursery with uh, Katie. And uh, shout out to Katie for helping so much. Um, but also we had to put Cookie down. Um, and it's one of the hardest decisions I've ever had to make in my whole life. She was the best of us. She was
3: very nice. She was a
1: very nice cat. For the most part. If you knew her when she was a kitten, she she was was fucking evil. When
3: she was younger is what you've told me. She was fucking evil. Um, Yeah. But I've known Cookie for at least five five years. Yeah, well, yeah, I've known Cookie for five years, and she was very nice. She would get fucking sporadic as hell during like very late nights, yeah, for no reason, for no for reason, absolutely she just no reason. Crazy. She'd
1: just go crazy yeah. and start running from one side of the house to the other. But yeah. she
3: was a she was an awesome cat, and it, she's gonna be missed. But Big it was time. it was time. It was definitely time.
1: Yeah, so, I didn't want to see yeah. her hurt no more. So <clears throat> yeah,
3: uh, but so. But, rest uh, in rest in peace. She's gonna just be chasing cats and 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 laying. And she's gonna she's and, gonna chase
1: Nala around in heaven. Like, Nala's be, not dead yet. No no no. She's like gonna that. be <laughs> chasing
3: Nala from the afterlife.
1: Yeah, like, like Nala's whatnot, gonna yeah. run around screaming like she always does, and uh, mm-hmm. it's just gonna be cookie cookie in ghost form chasing. You're gonna her.
3: see you're gonna see Nala swat at the air <laughs> just randomly.
1: Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me honestly. <laughs> you know how much of a fucking crackhead she is.
3: Mm-hmm. But no, uh, she cookies now probably getting as much food as she can in the ethereal plane. Um, All the wet but, food, dude. She she ain't uh, got no teeth, man. Mm-hmm. So, uh, no, her teeth grow back in the ethereal plane. Oh,
1: do they?
3: I would, I would, I would. I would they let, Let's go with this. In the ethereal plane, it puts her back in her prime time.
1: Her prime time. Yes. So when
3: she was like seven. <laughs> yeah, I... <laughs> seven or eight. But, mm-hmm. but uh, so I guess recommendations now. Uh, uh
1: we recommend adopting cats.
3: Yeah, like rec- not not don't just cats, but animals in need because like, don't
1: adopt, don't shop. Thank you.
3: Yeah, it's it, there's a lot out there, and if if and I know it's a responsibility of taking care, but if you feel like you can be responsible one, then go for it. Uh, really, I because prob- that's I, one more animal honest- off the street. I did not like cats until I met Jasmine's cats because I had a bad experience with my aunt, my great aunt's cat, when I was younger in Florida. Uh, so I just stopped liking them. And then she got me to get my own cat. I did the same thing is, to Brian. That, that is the best decision I've had, and all, all. it was one of the best decisions I've made because I don't think I would have survived. I, I don't think my mental health would be as good as it is now if I was down here in Springfield. Alone, alone, like living, living alone, essentially.
1: Right. <clears throat> yeah, I, I have
3: that. a. I, yeah, I had a. I have a roommate and stuff, but I'm talking like.
1: No, I uh, get it. Like, Cookie came with me everywhere. You like, know what I mean? Like, she was remember. at every location that I have ever lived at, including when I was living by myself. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah.
3: Blue Blue is uh, three years old as of uh, May fifth. So, she's 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 a sweet baby. Sweet baby do angel, you wanna, do you want to say something? Are you gonna say anything to the to the to the folks? No,
1: no, no. I took
3: her off the window. I took her off the windowsill,
1: so. and she just looked she, at you like
3: she's Dad. looking at me like she needs pets. And now I'm scratching her neck, and now she's curling into my my chest.
1: Yeah. So uh, hold your animals tight forever, and uh, <laughs> love them like you're your family. Is this so.
3: comfortable to you? I don't understand. She it.
1: wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't, bro. Oh,
3: there she is. There she is. Okay. Uh, So I watched a few things on Peacock and something on HBO Max. Uh, I still own Peacock for about a month. But uh, one thing I I finished Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec is a fantastic show all around. Yeah, you have to time, yeah for fourth time or so watching. It's one of my sure favorite Make sure you tell show. the people again. <laughs> it's literally one of my favorite shows of all time. If we're going with like workplace shows, like you would talk the office, Brooklyn 99, Workaholics, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, anything that deals with a workplace sh- like like stick uh people working in a workplace, that's a workplace show. The Parks and Rec is the best one of those in my opinion. Um
1: Yeah, well, I'm going to break my leg and live in a hole, okay? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that is break both your legs and yeah. live in a hole well, I, yeah. I, I, you know just one for this time Dwyer style Yeah, but uh, the other one that I do enjoy not as much as Parks and Rec but it came before uh, is The Office I'm watching that again uh, The you Office is just
1: like, cool. I, I didn't give The Office a chance for a long time I would just like catch uh-huh. the end of it and I didn't get the humor until I was older same thing with uh, uh, It's Always Sunny Like, I didn't start liking that till probably 2014, 2015. Yeah like yeah. is around it, what it's, I caught it's, on to it's, it so.
3: it's unique it's unique chaos it's what I would call chaotic humor where it was shown to cha-
1: me by my friends Zach and Nico Fletcher so
3: where the Shout characters are completely absurd in what they do and it just skews what reality it it mimics kind of how reality plays and that's what I like the office did it is a good one I'm on season 2 which is still really great another show I watched though which is made by damon lindelof which is the guy who helped create lost and also the Watchmen series created a new show called miss davis oh my god okay do explain doc- this is this one... a
1: documentary
3: about gucci Mane's wife no 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 to explain this one i'm going to have to get very loose on on the description of, and it, it's it's a good show don't get me wrong uh, it took a t- it took a second for the first episode to reel me in, but once it did, I was like, oh, okay, okay, we're going this direction. Um so this is about a nun who was outed from her her convent her co- convent because a powerful artificial inte- intelligence known as Miss Davis runs the entire world. And what she wants Sister Simone to do is to find the Holy Grail and destroy it. what? Yeah. This yeah, like show it. is bad shit fucking crazy, but in such a good way.
1: <clears throat> like
3: Severance? And w- like, yeah, kind of like that, but more comedy-based. Way more comedy-based.
1: Well, um, Severance had dry pan.
3: Had it had dry pan, but this one is definitely like on the nose. Definitely hitting comedy, comedy, comedy right, at certain right, points. Right. But it also has intense action in it, as well as uh, gore. I'll just go with that. I saw in the first episode, I saw somebody's head get no first 10, 20 minutes. I saw somebody's head Invincible. get cut in half. Yeah. <laughs> style. I'm I'm just saying like this show is this show is crazy, but in in, in good way. I I don't know what it is. it. it, it it's, it's such an interesting, like, thing. And while S- Simone is looking for the Holy Grail, which the it's Miss Davis wants her to destroy it, which raises even more questions of why an artificial intelligence wants her to destroy the most precious relic, religious relic of all time, even if it was a myth um, in the show. Uh, oh, by the way, the first episode of this show aired on 420 of this year. Really? Yeah. <laughs> is
1: this an American show?
3: Yes, this is an American show. Um So like this is a this is a strange show. I'm I'm not even gonna lie. This is very strange, but I think it's up it's right up there. Uh and I think it's doing pretty well. I yeah, I, like I mean it. the rotten I tomato honestly,
1: score is a ninety one percent, so
3: on i i do like it it can be confusing at times like the first the first episode really just throws you into it and then you kind of have to pick up the pieces as the first episode goes along but by the end of it you're it hooks you onto it it really does um So I don't know. It's interesting. It's a very interesting concept, and I look forward to watching the rest of it. Uh, And then the other show that I watched, which was an HBO Max animation show, is called Fired on Mars, which is based on a webcomic or a web web series uh, of the same name. And what this is about is there's a company called Marsley uh mars.ly which is like they they're a company that's put on mars and they do mars stuff for corporate heads and whatnot. just because it has it...
1: leslie david baker in it i'm gonna give it a watch <laughs> what fired on mars
3: oh yeah <laughs> it's it's an
1: interesting it's it, they, have you they, seen the guy the guy from the office
3: yes uh i know luke wilson is in it he plays the main character yeah pete davidson uh, is also davidson in there. Is also in it yeah steven uh, root so uh, you have a lot of lot of lot of voice actors and, and notable t- talent in there. But no, Fired like... on Mars deals with a character. Uh, what the fuck is his name? Uh, fuck, I can't remember his name. Dave. <sighs> what was it? Uh, Jeff. Uh, oh, no. I cannot remember it. Why can't I not remember the name? Jeff. Jeff. Jeff Cooper. That's his name. That's what I um, gonna...
1: <laughs> I just said Jeff.
3: Oh, I didn't hear you say that. Uh, Jeff. Cooper gets fired from his job at Mars, and now he has to figure out how he's going to live on Mars at a company that he has been fired from.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's not really the best scenario. If there's, it's, only, it's a, one, if there's only one monopoly on the entire planet, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why would you move it's,
3: there? It's definitely self-deprecating humor. Um, there's one episode where he gets put into a tank, for sleeping uh-huh. uh and and it's not it's again it's kind of against his will <laughs> they're like they their corporate heads are like so so how it plays out is that jeff goes to mars there's one person that went to mars specifically to be put into a tank uh for for a couple years to d- d- figure out the effects of a sleeping tank and see how it works on, on space and then they oh, let him out animated Yes, they let they let this guy out and then they brought Jeff when he was fired from his job. He's they're like, OK, we need you kind of away from everybody. So we're going to put you in the tank. We're not tell we're not asking you. We're telling you. And they put him in the tank for a bit. He gets put out oh and then God. he does. Some, my he does memory some was just
1: unlocked. Sh- Do you remember the movie Planet 51? Yes. <laughs> Dude, like my me- memory unlocked, like just all I of a sudden was, I completely <laughs> forgot that I saw that movie ever in my life.
3: Yeah, that movie exists, uh, but they put him in the tank twice. One for one week, and then the second time for two years. So that's just one episode. In, suspe- it's a, it's a, in
1: suspended animation, or like he in just
3: in, aged? in like a sleeping tube of of like gel or like liquid. I know, they but was, was in, it
1: like I said? Was it suspended suspend, animation, suspended or was he just asleep and aging? He was a, He was
3: asleep and probably aging he was asleep and aging but like yeah it's not it's definitely self-deprecating humor um and it's it's an interesting watch now speaking of interesting watches wishbone
1: uh, from 1995 to 1998 (laughs) very interesting watch Uh,
3: but you watched uh denzel washington
1: yeah this one was definitely like out out there for me (laughs) like honestly because i never planned on watching this movie guess who chose it (laughs) um yeah. wow <laughs> like you're super good at that but uh so it's about a commercial airline pilot named whip who has a problem with drugs and alcohol like he's drinking the whole time he's doing lines of coke before he goes to fly these planes one of the malfunctions and it uh has a critical malfunction that would kill any not seasoned pilot uh but he managed to land the plane with only six deaths and everybody else got to live. So, uh, but they found out that he was under the influence and it's kind of like a court case for like the second half of the film. Like the first half was good. Like it was cool. Then all of a sudden it slowed down to a grinding halt. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> in my opinion, you know, cause yes. this, I think that movie won, uh, some, uh, Oscars maybe, uh, yeah 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 like it it was on the uh uh list on, I remember ne- on, seeing on the netflix for it. well no it was on Many the list times. on netflix
3: uh, uh i remember seeing the trailer specifically of where it just shows the plane flying upside down multiple times like i've seen that that scene
1: yeah for so 2013 it, it was uh denzel for best actor and best original screenplay for the movie Uh so this is
3: loosely based on a real thing that actually very loosely
1: uh because everyone died on the original (laughs) one
3: (laughs) yeah but you know like that it's that's a strange film i don't know like would you so this is what this is what has been coming to my brain now now that i'm thinking about it is denzel washington brian's favorite actor denzel
1: um i mean he respects him
3: like I just whenever we whenever I hear him talk about movies, he brings up Denzel Washington movies a lot. He really does. Like, um, but I
1: think that the motivating factor for Denzel movies might be my mom. Um, Mm. Not saying that Brian doesn't watch them because he does. He's uh, but, you know, the the public broadcasting for St. Louis has a channel on it called Bounce and it plays black films the entire time. Right.
3: Yes, I know. I know about that.
1: They have full days where they choose an actor. They'll have Will Smith Day. Uh, One of the days was Denzel Day. Like, got it. Yeah. So he sat there and watched all these movies in a row with my mom about Denzel, about Denzel Washington, featuring, <laughs> starring, uh, Denzel Washington. I'd be like, how many movies can they make about Denzel Washington?
3: Denzel Washington, the documentary. Denzel Two, the the Denzeler.
1: Seriously. Denzel
3: Three, go into Washington. Denzel Four, never back stop in
1: Washington. <laughs> <clears throat> oh my. But yeah, I watched that, he flipped the plane upside down, it was nuts, Uh, but I didn't make it to the end of the movie because I thought it was boring, and uh, went to my room and played video games, possibly Minecraft with Zach, I don't know. I don't know, I don't remember that night. (sighs) You ever seen Oliver and Company? Yes, I have. I fucking love that movie, but it made me cry all the time as a kid. Like, because somebody left all those kittens out there in that wet-ass box while it was raining on a New York street. Oh, like, yeah. I, I mean, would just, I- like, cry as a kid when I saw that movie. So sad. Besides uh, the point, uh, well, we should speaking- just move
3: on to the news. The news The news is going to start out sad because we got another death Like uh, as... This one is an actual voice actor of a, not just, not a... It's a prolific fucking video game. staple. It's a prolific video game character, uh, Crash Bandicoot. The the guy who voiced him, Brendan O'Brien, dies at 60.
1: I know, Uh, that's relatively young, but he did not just do Crash Bandicoot. He also did Dr. Neo Cortex and Tiny Tiger. So, uh, Mm. which, yeah, which is crazy to think about that he was so many just like prolific
3: characters he was also a musician too i didn't know he was a musician um
1: yeah like uh i hope they have enough samples of his voice to put him in future games because you know crash doesn't really say much he just kind of makes sound effects uh and in the games that i played anyway um
3: he produced and mixed nearly the entire catalog of stone temple pilots and pearl Jam well that's cool he's also worked with acdc sound garden red hot chili peppers bob dylan bruce springsteen and rage against the machine he
1: was a rock king
3: and also corn limp biscuit incubus and more new metal uh he was a rock king yeah that's crazy
1: i know that's what i'm saying like he was entrenched in the the arts literally mm-hmm. Uh, and he will be dearly missed in the uh, in the rest of the community. So, yeah. But uh, moving on, uh, something a little bit on the brighter side is that there's potential actors in the running for Superman's new Superman yeah, legacy film. We finally
3: got potential con- news of who's going to be running for the new Superman Superman legacy from James Gunn in the new DCU. There's also potential starring of who might be Lewis Lane and who might be Lex Luther. Uh, so, we're going to go down the list of the Superman. There's there's potentially three different Superman that we got. Yeah. One of them, the, the one in front, front row, uh, who James Gunn once hit for top choices, a guy by the name of David Cornswett. Uh He's been on Pearl, Hollywood, and The Politician. And I looked up who he, how he looks. In oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> this, I'm going to assume he dies in Pearl, for sure. Like... Let me, him, let me look at
1: him oh my god yeah he definitely dies like yeah, so
3: I, I figured as much uh but he told you, i told you i told you
1: about the scarecrow thing this mm-hmm. was shortly after this
3: the scarecrow thing got it <laughs> yeah but um i think he does have the look of of a young superman because yeah no no, no he's definitely
1: feet. got almost like the colic look going in the front yeah. you know that that classic curl you could uh he really kind of typecasted himself because of how good the, the costume and uh, makeup team were for Pearl uh, because the, because yeah. the f- setting of that film, you know what I mean? Has mm-hmm. that traditional style look to it. Uh, the greaser look, if you would, uh, yeah, 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 that, yeah, was cla- yeah. that was that uh, was golden age comics, you know, staple S- Superman. So yes. Uh, yes, he's the most traditional Superman out of all, this whole list but uh, i also like some of the other people on the list
3: i so the next the other choice for superman is nate from euphoria jacob alordi that's an interesting choice he's fucking I, huge
1: <laughs> that, that man is, is, a, is so
3: big that is an interesting choice i it's not it's not because it's not because of how he looks because i think that's fine but it's it's the way he portrays himself on screen as, as uh, for acting and whatnot I just I don't I cannot see him playing. I feel like he's of... like too young. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I, you know.
1: And also he's six foot five, and you know I don't I don't know I don't know, man.
3: Yeah. So I don't know. He about has a him. nice like... jawline,
1: you know. He's mm-hmm. a, he's attractive. Don't get me wrong, but I don't necessarily look at him and see mm-hmm. uh, a superhero.
3: So the next one is Andrew Richardson, which I I, I look I've looked at this person. I could see it potentially, but I did also get the vibes of a young Constantine from this guy. But,
1: from uh, Andrew Richardson?
3: Yes, from the pictures I'm looking at right now. Um, I just typed in his name and went to the pictures. Um, oh, yeah, for sure. But
1: at the same yeah. time, if you just uh, like Google image search it, there's one on there uh, with the colic in the front and mm-hmm. he kind of he he's got he's got the vibe going on like i can see i it. i think it, it it it's p- a, it's his models.com picture
3: got like, it i think it could potentially work maybe we'll have to wait we'll have to wait and see yeah but so you know,
1: no i do agree with the type with the typecast for john constantine like uh he, yeah he, he definitely has that look
3: Mm-hmm. so oh. and then we have the roles of lewis lane now lewis lane there is uh is one of one from the marvelous miss Maisel. you have a person by the name of uh rachel bro uh bros bros, bros Brosnan, brosnahan bros, brosnahan Brosnan, rachel brosnahan she is potentially playing lewis lane i've seen her before uh and then the other one the other choices there's three other choices there is uh samara weaving which i know that i've seen her before in other things i've definitely seen her in other things um you have phoebe uh phoebe oh my uh, god
1: she's the she's the uh fucking clone of margot robbie uh yes
3: yes yes a lot of clones samara, samara weaving is is margot robbie's clone <laughs> yes you have phoebe denever who is from bridgerton i've seen her on a couple things and then eva mackie which i remember from other shows that i've watched as well um she is also possibly up there now for lex luther though it has been teased that it is a possibility that nicholas holtz might play lex luther which is interesting <laughs> i think we should have
1: me. michael sarah play lex luther
3: Yes, yes, yes. If we made more, Jesse more, Eisenberg, goddamn Eisenberg Luthers. Luthers, please. Yes, like
1: Michael Sarah Lex Luther, please. I please would, don't I make him a
3: psychotic, it. though. Please don't make him a psychotic. Just make him. Why? Make him Michael. Just make him Michael Sarah Luther. He's Lex Luther, but with Michael Sarah tones to him.
1: He it but it's Michael Sarah from uh what it's Michael Sarah, but the the one who just beat all of the X ex, exes, uh like, <laughs> Scott yeah, 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 yeah. But like I meant at the end of the movie though, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yes, after yes, he yes. beats all the exes. So he's yes. tough too.
3: Yes. Uh, I this is supposed to be a journey like of young of young Superman through uh, his upbringing as Clark Penn in Smallville, Kansas uh it's supposed to be the beginning of it uh i would be way
1: more excited if i were to watch an origin story with uh you know uh batman fucking what's her name and then uh rachel ghoul like trying to raise his son you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and uh then that becoming the robin i want to see that i think that would be really fucking cool
3: but you know it's possible in this new dc you'll uh, as, and whatnot, because we're going to have also the Brave and the Bold, which is the Batman film that's coming out, and Supergirl, Swamp Thing, and other ones as well. Uh, I thought Supergirl was-
1: Swamp Thing was the name of the movie. I was like, Supergirl,
3: you know, colon, Swamp Thing, and I was like, Supergirl what the Girl fuck? Swamp uh, uh, Swamp Girl. Uh, the pre-production of the movie has kicked <laughs> off last month with costume production <laughs> Super Thing, production <laughs> design, and more now up and running. Um... But speaking of up and running, did you watch the trailer for this? Oh fuck no, I forgot. Uh, just you can watch. It's very it's very quick. It's it's like thirty seconds, forty seconds. But this is the 60th anniversary trailer, special trailer for the Doctor Who 60th anniversary trailer special. It is. It just shows the lineup of the three specials that are going on. You got Star Beast, the Star Beast, Wobbly Yonder, and the Giggle, as as the three. Uh, it has David Tennant coming back as the 14th Doctor but not only him but Catherine Tate coming back as Don Noble from his time as playing noble, the Doctor. noble Noble
1: Noble Noble yeah. Noble and
3: and I'm already I'm really enjoying what they showed so far. It looks really enticing engaging. It looks like it's going to be a uh, uh, fun to watch. Um, I've like yeah, I, I mean liked I'm excited
1: the... for the new season. Like I, I like liked... doctor's changes. <laughs>
3: I like Doctor, out of out of the 10th Doctor companions, Donna is definitely up there as, as my favorite. She I don't think she is my favorite, but she's definitely up there. Um,
1: yeah, it's definitely not the first one for me. Uh, on mm-hmm. the newer series, like, she's an annoying-ass bitch. And, uh, the Blondie, whatever her fucking name is. Who? Uh... The one, the original one. The the one oh, that Rose? was with, yeah, Rose. Rose, Rose from uh, the first. Yeah,
3: Rose the first one. Yeah, um, Rose and then you had
1: the, the shorter one with the darker hair.
3: There's multiple of those.
1: Mm, no because like Donna is the redhead one,
3: right? Donna's the redhead. Then you had then you had oh my god. She she was she was she was the
1: No, I'm the one the one with the with the maze inside of the Dalek's mind where she was
3: trapped. Oh uh doctor companions i need to look them up sorry it's uh rose tyler mickey smith martha jones martha jones is the one i'm forgetting uh sarah Jane, like blah 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 hold on who played uh capaldi's
1: capaldi's companion
3: oh oh clara
1: clara i clara yeah, was, my clara. Favorite clara was a
3: good companion i like clara yeah um,
1: Ca- clara was my favorite companion Next I... to, uh, like the group ensemble that they did with everybody in uh, the the newest one, with the with the I girl. I a... like I'm, I'm the, talking... I like the group ensemble yeah. and I uh, think... Rory and uh, what's her name, uh, Pond,
3: Pond, Amy, Amy, Amy Pond. Amy Amy Pond. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was if you're talking overall the new the new how the modern Doctor series Amy is probably my favorite. It, it has to be her. Well, yeah, Amy because...
1: Pond like and and Rivers uh uh story was my favorite story, and mm. I think that a lot of people can agree because you know um, Matt Smith right there Matt off Smith the top
3: was, was really good. I even know David Tennant is my favorite doctor. Matt Smith definitely played the role perfectly. He did not have to, but he definitely did. He was hella chaotic. Uh, like, yeah, in a in a <laughs> good as, way. As, as good he should, as he should be, as he should be. I know. Uh, uh,
1: I mean David Tennant was chaotic too, don't get me wrong. And like you know, the reason why I like David Tennant so much is because he was on Doctor Who and like really I think David Tennant is the one who turned me on to Doctor Who because that he, that's the one that my dad showed me and then we went back and watched the first season with, me, with
3: Eccleston. So, the one that my grandma showed me was the 10th Doctor Doctor was David Tennant so that's why I have an attachment to him. But yeah. if we're talking out of all the, all the companions, I'm looking at the list right, right now of, of the companions that he had. Donna is my favorite companion from the 10th Doctor. I thought there was another one but she is. Yeah, um,
1: overall, I think Amy is my favorite one with Rory, and then in second place is Clara, and then Donna. In my opinion, yeah, that's just my opinion. Yeah. Like I said,
3: I like I like Clara. I think she was great. Um, but yeah, we have the 60th anniversary coming, and then after that, you're gonna have um, uh, Nakuti Gatwa coming in as the 15th Doctor. Uh, not only that, but showrunner Russell T Davies is literally coming back to help bring the show back to its glory. Uh, which is great like bring it
1: back for real i
3: i am all for this uh it did seem they said they'll be available internationally on disney plus um okay Okay. cool yeah so that's gonna be something but next up is a debate so Um, this one made me laugh you know uh i honest i have i have the answer in my head of which one when it when it started going off the rails i already do four or five um Yeah, I was going to say five. Uh, Okay, I was going to say
1: four or five is when it went off the rails, for
3: real. uh, Fast and the Furious fans debate the exact moment the franchise left reality. I mean, if we're going to talk about that, we talked about, we have a spoiler episode on the ninth one, which is... uh, (laughs) uh, (laughs) That one was like a
1: fucking spectacle that I could not believe with my own eyes. Like, Zach and I were rolling the entire fucking time, like, just laughing. Like, oh my god yeah insane like especially that rope scene you can't forget that but Uh, like
3: uh, god i can't that every time i think about it i'm like that should never ever have happened and it did and well uh, everybody's flocking
1: to twitter to talk about it and so uh i'm gonna read a few quotes here of people who really uh tweeted this stuff out and uh they they're like this is the moment physics became a suggestion to the franchise referring to uh, fast 9 um like several fans suggested the rope swing scene from fast yes, nine where I'm, dom I'm, and letty uh drive off a cliff and swing to safety inside their car uh, they don't
3: so when, when they give a projection of how far of a swing they're doing they're about doing about a 500 to a 600 foot swing over a cliff onto another cliff over water <laughs> Dude do, do do uh
1: what complete sidetrack but i watched a 15 minute uh, documentary uh done by tom cruise uh about the newest mission impossible possible dead reckoning about mm-hmm. uh it's on youtube it has like millions of views already but uh he did all the fucking stunts including the biggest stunt in the movie which is him literally getting on a motorcycle that uh jumping. that and uh flying off the edge of a fucking cliff base jumping like and falling like fucking half a mile down like and then like releasing his parachute and he did it uh in the in the video he did it that day like fucking nine times and everybody's like tom fucking cruz jumped off the side of a mountain nine times today you know what i mean and i'm like that's just is, fucking he's insane an he's an like 60 isn't at
3: heart. Heart. he is legit an adrenaline junkie at heart he has there, to be 60 right like or at late late 50s uh, i think he's late 50s right now i'm gonna type it in tom cruise what what oh 60 years old never mind Exactly. that's what i'm saying that's
1: what i'm saying dude like he's fucking getting up there like that's like harrison ford level i'm gonna hmm. fucking be indiana jones at 80 something years old do you, know you think I mean? like,
3: he's gonna quit acting after the last Indy? Mission impossible no oh the, no tom tom like after after dead reckoning 2 when it comes out i mean quit? quit acting not like retire from it
1: like quit mission impossible
3: no, or no, like he's going to be a gen- filmmaker or no just retire from doing the stunts and oh acting
1: and oh oh, like oh, oh, oh gotcha gotcha i don't know they were thinking about top gun too so i don't i don't know Mm-mm. okay <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's what i'm saying going. i'm like he's, he's gonna, gonna keep going until he's dead until uh, he's dead right that's what yeah. i'm saying uh but uh in addition <laughs> to dom scenes involving dwayne uh johnson's luke hobbs were yes. also mentioned when the time he brought down a military helicopter by using his, muscles, his muscles in 2019's oh Fast and the Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. Um, he, did, he
3: did. He did what he did what Steve Rogers did in Civil War, I believe. Yeah. it Was when he had the he held the helicopter and started pulling it back. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah, scary.
1: dude. It was attached to a truck. Do you remember that? Like, yeah. and he was with all of his Hawaiian brothers, and they fucking um. it. That movie was fucking insane, dude. And then of course, uh, when Tej, uh, our Ludacris' character and Roman, and Roman end up in fucking space in the ninth they, installment, like they like that like the fucking They they, adapt, they make of a car space. Compress- like
3: they make a car pressurized so it can survive in lower orbit around Earth. And they they put they attach rocket engines They're to like, it. They're like, we're going to halo
1: jump the car. <laughs> it's so fucking sick. Like dead ass. We're going to halo jump the car. That
3: every time and Low every, every orbit. they do these crazy things, Roman keeps baking a meta quote about how this is, should not be possible.
1: He's like, y'all, we shouldn't be doing this. This should not be possible. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. Somebody said this really went from street racing to space travel. Is this NASA approved? You know what? Like, did anybody think about that? How the entire American government would have like shot them down out of the fucking sky, yes. re-entering the goddamn. You understand what I'm saying? Like, yes, yes. oh my god! Like
3: that. That there's there's a lot of continu- continuity errors with the, with where they're going with it. And the newest trailer is not holding any back. There's a there's a literal scene where Dom's car smashes two helicopters together that have tethered themselves to his car. Mm-hmm. He jumps another car and he smashes them together. Yeah.
1: The, it, and he says family at least five times.
3: <laughs> he does. Uh, I watched it you, in the theater at least think, twice. Do you think the last word ever spoken in a Fast movie in the Fast Eleven will be the word family?
1: Um, that is not the end of the Fast series actually, um, mm-hmm. because it has come out that Vin Diesel uh, kind of let leak that he thinks that the last movie is going to be a trilogy.
3: Okay, okay. Now I have the spec. So, so then Fast 11, Fast 11 will be called F- Fury... Oh my god. Because I want the last one to be called Fast and the Furious Legacy or... or Generations. Le- or <laughs> yeah,
1: like fucking Fast and the Furious Generations. Bro. The next generation. They did that with uh, Degrassi. They did that with Star Trek. Uh, the next generation of... Uh, Fast.
3: Yeah. I don't know. I, I honestly, honestly, I still think they're going to call the last one. The fast and the furious. They're just gonna the fastest
1: and the most furious.
3: <sighs>
1: the mostest. mostest ever
3: furious ever. Speaking of uh, sequels and whatnot, we got to go back and talk about a prequel. Uh, the supernatural prequel, the Winchesters, which follows uh, the win- uh, Sam and Dean's parents, John and Mary. Uh, you didn't say when it, they right. were young what Sam! Sam. There, there, you go.
1: <laughs> there you go
3: <laughs> but <laughs> uh better. sam and mary their parents it follows them uh the the, the i remember seeing the series uh it had one season and now it's canceled
1: <laughs> yeah um it i've seen all but 10 of the episodes of supernatural because i put it off because uh, i don't like when things end and it makes me sad um i have a fucking supernatural tattoo on my chest i fucking love supernatural don't get me wrong you know what i mean but it like hurts my heart Mm. to see them go besides the point you know they did a 327 episode run like that's insane that's almost as long as fairy tales anime like that yeah yeah but but they went they went for 45 to one hour
3: uh episodes Mm -hmm. they went hard yeah. And, and they kept getting crazier and crazier and crazier. And I did. Uh, but yes, the, the, the season that came out, the, the show that came out, it came out. And then uh, it, that's not the only got... thing
1: that got canceled from the CW. There was a show called Kung Fu uh, that focused on uh, uh, Olivia Leong's uh, character named Nikki Shen, who returns uh... from a life altering visit to a China monastery to find her hometown overrun with crime and corruption. Uh, and uses her martial arts skills and Shaolin values to protect her community. This doesn't dude have this great does not reviews. like yeah this already sounds like inherently like slightly I don't want to use the word racist but racist adjacent you know what I mean
3: like it's a, it's a reboot of a series that's what I'm this saying a, like this is the reboot this is the re- this is the reboot when was the uh, when did the
1: original one come out that's that uh, that'll answer my question
3: kung fu the legend continues which is, is a television series that is, is a sequel to Kung Fu from 1972.
1: That answers my question. Thank you. Yep. Yep. So uh, I, I could totally tell that it was transferred to uh, from something that would have been appropriate back in the day to mm-hmm. something that is less mm-hmm. appropriate now because we're uh, being a more inclusive community here. In I honestly the, think the, the
3: CW is going to shut down.
1: I mean, WB Eleven shut down and got replaced by the CW.
3: Yeah, I honestly, but the CW is not doing too great anymore. It's starting to close off all all the all its shows that used to like.
1: It's a fucking app stuff. right now. You it, know what I it's mean? It's really, like, it's really not. The only
3: thing that they really have going for them that I can kind of think of is Riverdale, but that's gonna end at some point here soon.
0: Oh yeah, no, uh, that's already canceled. Excuse me. Yeah. Excuse
3: me. Uh, so that's happening, but. Yeah, no, I don't think it's going to survive. You know we have a CW location here in Springfield?
1: I'm sure you do. We have one in uh, St. Louis, too.
3: Yeah, so we have that. But since we're talk- we are were- talking, we were talking about prequels... It's because CW
1: back- bought out WB, so everything that was WB mm-hmm. got switched over to CW wh- regarding uh, TV stations.
3: Mm-hmm. We were talking about prequels, canceled. We're going to talk about sequels, greenlit, <laughs> that... This, this doesn't, this is, this is, this is weird. So Freaky Friday with Lindsay Lohan and Jamie Lee Curtis is officially getting a sequel. The
1: freakiest Friday.
3: This is a 2003 movie that's getting a sequel. And I get that you're trying to hash in on like the nostalgia. They should do a sequel to Herbie Fully Loaded. (laughs) I think they should do sequels of those films, but make them more adult so that we can get into the nitty gritty good shit with these characters. And because I think a good adult Freaky, like adult comedy Freaky Friday would be a good movie. You mean, you but, mean
1: the movie Freaky? Oh yeah, that's right.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, uh, what are you talking about? I didn't, I didn't think about it at first, but yes, that, that one is literally The movie the Freaky based version. off of Freaky Friday? But, but now, now I want an adult version of Herbie fully loaded since we're talking about it. <laughs> How do you keep turning on? was that sticky key that was my that was my alarm turning on again (laughs) it's only set for
1: tuesdays i'm telling you
3: no i always it's a it's a switch i always shut off the switch i do not know how it keeps turning itself on
1: well it hates you but uh yes the freaky friday sequel is now in works at disney so it's not going to be an adult one because it's at works with disney they can barely green light any adult
3: shows at Disney. Uh, well Disney's starting to be a little lax now that they're starting to push some of rated R content under the Disney name, uh with their name attached to it. So you have Marvel Studios putting out Deadpool Three, which is gonna be their first R rated film in the MCU. Uh and they started adding more mature content to Disney Plus, so I think they're they're trying to sway, but at the same time, this is not going to be that. This is this is going to be more grounded. It might have some adult themes to it because these are much old. They're much older than they were back in two thousand three. Right. But um, <clears throat> I think it's still going to be grounded. I don't think it's going to be as. No, it's going to a- be a- like
1: that scene from Scooby Doo Two when they all switch bodies. <laughs> I like to look at myself.
3: Naked. <laughs> 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 Uh I want to see the hard the R-rated uncut version of that from Jim's Gun. Please release it. Me too.
1: It. Me too, honestly. Please
3: please release dude, it.
1: Dude, why is that so prolific in our brains? You know what I mean? Like
3: I don't because know because dude, he talks Scooby-Doo. about how he wanted to make a rated R version of it, but he wasn't allowed to do it.
1: But the live action mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo's from the early 2000s live rent free in my head. Like so legit because they all were the good, time.
3: They were good for some reason. I don't know.
1: R- R- Raggy? Is that a rap? <laughs>
3: Uh, rat on the plane <laughs> i'm just gonna i'm gonna say they were he really casted some like the best characters to play them for the live action movies. matthew lillard he really, fucking he really uh, did.
1: i almost said freddie highmore oh my it's for God. it's
3: print it's for prince Pr- freddie jr Fr- freddie prince, prince jr, jr. Yeah, prince- sarah, jr. sarah
1: michelle geller <laughs> as uh uh as daphne. daphne and then uh lisa uh, cardinelli uh yes, for velma yes Yes, uh, and dude, I'm serious. Like it's it lives rent free in my fucking it's, brain.
3: They did a re- he did a really
1: good job with it. for no When reason, that blonde he girl's head hits that fucking tree, <laughs> yes, <laughs> she shakes the monster up. Uh. Dude, like that's a constant image in my fucking brain. It's just sitting in the fucking back with him big ass ears. It's crazy. crazy. Big ass yeah. monster ears. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? That oh, fucking yeah. purple mauve fucking colored thing. Fuck I, that movie was scary, I- honestly.
3: I want more of those. I want more of those. Uh, but we're just talking about sequels and season two, two things. And since there's a season one, how much of good weed Omens,
1: was James Gunn smoking in the early two thousands? Enough. Enough to make a fucking reference <laughs> of fucking Shaggy getting high in a van in a kids movie. Uh huh.
3: He knew what he was doing. He's he did. Like, yeah. He
1: 100 did because you know Mystery Incorporated is definitely a series of stoners.
3: Oh. I, I don't know
1: about velma getting high but she likes to hang
3: out no i could see velma getting high i could
1: see cage. velma getting high too but i'm just saying she's not she's not a regular smoker like that she's a maybe.
3: social high she gets high with her friends
1: yeah do you think that they give do you think they give uh scooby cbd because mm, chc mm, is poisonous to dogs mm,
3: mm, no mm-hmm. i, I would how does he stay that. so hungry uh he's a dog
1: mm. well okay if it was choo-choo
3: <laughs> <laughs> never mind uh no so yeah freak friday 2 is coming out good Omens season 2 is also coming out as well this is super uh,
1: exciting for me sorry yes, if you guys can is... me have something in my mouth i literally put chocolate in my mouth just now it comes out
3: season two comes out july 28th streaming on prime video uh so yeah love that it's the first mm. season
1: was fucking awesome and i cannot wait for the second season um because i want to see more uh and crowley uh drama back and forth with tenant and uh
3: michael sheen so michael Sheen. uh okay so the this isn't the last thing for the break but this is another weird strange trailer i need to go off on this one there's a trailer you have to tell them you
1: have to tell them the whole thing
3: This is a trailer for the biopic Flaming Hot, which is about the creation of the Flaming Hot Cheeto brand. Now, what is what is weird about this film? Well, the film is based on a person by this. By the way, this is this is actually created. This is uh, Avon Longoria's debut feature film. Uh, Not only that, it's about the story of Richard Montanez, who was a janitor in the late 1980s for Frito-Lay and the story that he keeps putting out uh, from his perspective is that he helped create the flaming hot cheetah Um, and he's been peddling this for a long time since the late 2000s so it's been about almost two decades yeah Um, uh, and this guy uh, has been continually saying this now this biopic is about that story what is interesting though is when this biopic started coming out that this was going to get created there was there was news stories coming out about how he has been kind of fabricating the story entirely. Um what happened is so here's the clarification of this. There they, they in 2018 there was a company-wide investigation about these these this these what I would call allegations that Montanhas has been saying. Um And not only that this his story has been getting him notoriety money uh press job offers stuff like that so it it, because of his this it made him a business kind of business tycoon in a sense um in 2018 there was an investigation faced on this and they found out and this came from frito-lay themselves none of our records showed that richard was involved in any capacity of the flaming hot test market that doesn't mean we don't celebrate Richard, but the facts do not support the urban legend. Um, <clears throat> what? <laughs> I'm just reading some weird shit. This is—I don't want to read this one. This is not a good one. Uh, what where, was the other one I was reading? Here it is. Here it is. This is what it is. Uh, so he he. So yeah, he kept speaking on that. He was selling and just telling and selling the story, appearing in events for Target, Walmart, Harvard, and USC among others, commanding fees of how much of a fee do you think his appearances?
1: Mm, probably a couple grand.
3: Ten thousand to fifty thousand per appearance.
1: He has a net worth of around fourteen point four million dollars. So that track I told.
3: He he's a business a tycoon at this point because he's be, he's he's good he's good with business. He's got he also He lied his way to the top. He lied his way to the top. Uh, yeah, so they went out and said none of our this is Frito Lay from themselves. They also interviewed more than a dozen former Frito Lay employees. Went through archival records to try to make sure this out. This is a full on investigation. None of their experience found them. We have interviewed multiple personnel who were involved in the test and all of them indicate that Richard was not involved in any. Capacity in the test market. At the same time, uh there it came out this also has been found out exactly how the flaming huts brand was created it was created by a team of snack food professionals in 1989 at the corporate offices in plano texas the new product was designed to compete with spicy snacks sold in inner city mini-marts of the midwest a junior employee with a mba named lynn greenfield got the assignment to develop the brand she came up with the name and shepherded into the existence, not Montana's. <clears throat> and not only that, around the time that she, that Montana's in the early late 2000s started pushing this this narrative of him coming up with it. Greenfeld found out about this in 2018 and took it to 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 Frito-Lay for a company investigation because she knew this was not true. So yeah. they've are they the, they are they, ca- they suing they him? They came out and val- no. Well, they came out and said we value Richard's many contributions to our company, especially his insights into Hispanic consumers. consumers but we do not credit the creation of Flaming Hot Cheetos or any Flaming Hot products for him because what Montana's did is he went from a janitor up to director of marketing, if I believe, mm-hmm. uh, for a time at Frito Lay itself. So he does know business. He understands what he's doing, but at the same time, he is basically lying about he boasted the cre- he,
1: yeah he 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 buffed his resume
3: <laughs> yes uh so and there's a biopic now coming out about it which is probably not even true so uh yeah i i can even read i'm gonna read through the, the movie stars jerry garcia is montana's so you have Anne, annie Gonzalez, dennis and emilio rivera a lot of a lot of hispanic names but that's hey, because hey, it is-
1: you said jerry garcia by the way
3: jesse garcia sorry <laughs>
1: <laughs> i was like bro <laughs> i was like this
3: man just said jerry uh, garcia is playing
1: montana i'm like that's amazing and then i looked close there i was like oh that's jesse garcia
3: no no not, not nearly as cool as jerry garcia jerry the guitar garcia. not the musician jerry garcia uh, not him <laughs> uh he man, died, well, yeah by the i way, was like Jer-
1: looking it up he died in i mean jerry, jerry
3: garcia yeah great grateful to musician jerry garcia died in
0: 1995
1: <laughs> so, that would be fucking crazy i was like jerry Garcia. he came, he came like, back alive he came back play, just play for role. the frito lay
3: movie like, uh, <laughs> uh, like the uh, fake frito lay movie but yeah no this film is coming out soon i think it's going to it's be it's going to hulu and disney plus uh, hulu hulu june 9th june 9th, 9th. <clears throat> yes yeah, so our last one before the break is a head turner the, i saw this teaser it he made, made me the, watch
1: the t- the teaser it,
3: it, 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 was, it was surreal but it made me confused intrigued and concerned all at the same time
1: if salvador just, made if salvador dali made a movie it would be this one
3: it would be this yes uh this is emma stone's uh this is what emma stone is working on now it, it is this new film called poor things uh, it's made by Yorgos Lathamos, Lath- Lath- Lab- which Lanthimos. I feel it we've talked about this person before in a while ago, whiles ago, and it's because he made the movie The Killing of a Sacred Deer, which me oh and Jasmine God. firmly remember that film. <laughs>
1: yeah, no, that one is uh, definitely one of the weirder ones, you know. Uh, yes. Was that A24? <clears throat>
3: Yes, it was.
1: That was when we were uh, on an a twenty four kick. Not it's like the we're one that not had, on a twenty four kick, but ba- uh,
3: Barry Kagan. Uh, yeah, Barry Kagan Colin, is a fucking Colin Farrell's a god, uh, <laughs> like like family and making them uh, sick and shit and sacrifice and yeah, sacrifice and all that. So this film, this this new one, Poor Things, is Frankenstein inspired, apparently. Uh-uh. Um, it stars also Willem Dafoe. Yeah, uh, very interesting, unique visual style gotta say already off of the bat, it's extremely uh extreme it, it looks like abstract art you know like oh, but yeah.
1: but like from the surrealism yeah. movement but at the same time it also looks like the uh the, what's the form of art when you take a bunch of pieces uh, uh cubism it looks like oh, it yeah, yeah it, it it almost looks like a cube a, a cubist movie
3: Mm-hmm. the movie apparently so this is what's going on in this movie because i couldn't figure it out from the trailer but now we got the synopsis the movie tells an incredible tale and fantastical evolution of uh bella baxter played by emma stone a young one brought back to life by the brilliant and unorthodox scientist dr godwin baxter played by willem dafoe under baxter's protection, bella is in, is eager to learn uh hungry for the world worldliness she is lacking uh, Bro, Bella what if we cut it on Dunk- and
1: it had the same fucking, uh like, like the monsters? What if it was uh-huh. like the
3: monsters? Oh, my God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Rob Zombie one, though. <laughs>
3: uh-huh. 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 <laughs> uh, but Bella runs off with Duncan Wedderburn, who plays by Mark Ruffalo, a slick and debauched lawyer on a whirlwind adventure across continents. Free from the prejudices of her term- time, Bella grows steadfast in her purpose to stand for equality and liberation. So, literally, this is a person who has been brought back to life to... i don't apparently baxter is brought back to life after her brain is replaced with that of an unborn child of her unborn child of her unborn child so all right
1: (laughs) so that's gonna make things interesting
3: this movie comes out september 8th definitely rated r for strong and pervasive content graphic nudity disturbing material gore and language uh when i said that when i was practicing reading that before the podcast i said strong <laughs> per- persuasive, persuasive sexual, sexual content i was like oh which, yeah come which do if the movie baby. if a movie portrays that i don't want to watch it
1: <laughs> yes pervasive sexual content and pervasive persuasive content. sexual content are two different things very two just different like things. jerry and jesse two separate
3: <sighs> people Come on! It's okay. <laughs> all right so you know that shit was now, funny though i, know, I was like was bro like i have to I make was, a correction
1: you said my, jerry garcia my
3: brain went on autopilot when i was when i was reading that it's fine uh, my brain goes on
1: autopilot all the time you guys just, just don't know well zach knows, J- zach knows well, when i go on autopilot
3: he uh-huh, can see it i saw so. jay and garcia and i just read it as it came out Jerry! Um, Alright, so anyways, that's our break time. We'll be Mm -hmm. back because after the break, we actually have video game news this week, but also tech news.
1: Big tech news. Oh boy, big news.
3: Get ready. Get ready.
0: Ah, there you are. Take this potion of healing and rest your weary feet, wanderer. You're halfway there. are now fully rested.
1: Hello, we are now back, and uh, it's only been a short break this time around because we want to get to playing some video games. But uh, hey, we,
3: the week the weekend approaches, and I'm pumped. The weekend approaches. What I sent you
1: a picture week? that we.
3: Rel- I, re- I sent you a picture that relates to that. Roll for initiative. I want you to see. It. I want you to look at it on podcast. Um, It's gonna, it's gonna be a, li- a little fun A little fun Jada <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm gonna send that to my sister Like I'm not even kidding That's so fucked
3: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> So the weekend approaches I'm pumped except it's a woman with two breast pumps Cause my sister's having a baby So <clears throat>
3: Uh, so, speaking of somebody who's pumped, Elon Musk, boy, he's pumped out of Twitter. But uh, man, as he is now officially signed a new CEO to Twitter. Yes,
1: uh, he he downgraded, well, sidestepped himself to C uh, CTO, which is Chief Technology Officer. But he has uh, hired on a new person who just kind of threaded the needle to make enough people mad. So, like, she's, like, uh, one of the globalist future people who believe in, like, the New World Order. But at the same time...
3: Linda Yakarino.
1: But at the same time, she is, like, strongly for vaccines. So, she sits on two, like, varying ideas. You know what I mean? Like... Two like one on one side is like close to communism and then on the other side is extremely democratic so like if he could choose like one person that was like one way or the other that's like one thing but this person was like a little bit of both if you understand what i mean and a lot of people uh were not happy with his choice uh mostly I'm, because I'm, just,
3: I'm i'm you should look the, at you
1: should look at, at globalists like uh globalization oh, i know, I know people, what they do i know but... what they do yeah uh those people are fucking crazy but yes also uh he also renamed uh twitter's company name to x x corp uh which is yeah yeah if you go uh on wall street and you look up the twitter handle uh it's not under twitter anymore the company's name is x corp that is a uh proprietary of elon musk Uh, he started x corp originally and uh it and it became paypal that's how elon musk became rich so uh elon musk created paypal through x corp and now Mm -hmm. he uh added twitter under the fold essentially uh twitter is bleeding fucking money i don't know how long this is gonna last they only make two to three million dollars a month now which is fucking crazy uh because uh he was getting paid from all these advertisers but nobody wants to work with him anymore now You know, uh, Linda did a sit-down interview uh, with Elon Musk where she was like, can we both agree that you need to stop tweeting after 3 a.m.? He's like, you're not going to tell me what to do. And I'm like, she's the the fucking CEO. You just announced she was the CEO. She can tell you what to do. Yes, it's your fucking company. Yes, you fucking pay for everything, but you just named her the boss. You understand what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like." That's fucking crazy, like, that he just, and they put this fucking interview out there where he just, like, disrespected her requests the entire time. It, yeah. That, dude, like, Elon Musk is such a
3: villain. He's literally a villain. He is what I would call a chaotic evil. You
1: know, he's kind of like, uh, what's Batman's rich, uh,
3: competitor? Yeah. <laughs> i would say he's more like lex, lex luther but like like jesse eisenberg lex luther you think he's that crazy i would say he's like dude i saw this time. funny like...
1: fucking video of elon musk dancing in a club from a couple of days ago like <laughs> it was like one of those super hot you should really look it up like elon musk dancing in a club like over mm-hmm. the weekend his dance moves he doesn't his feet like don't leave the ground and it's i don't know man his hands were above his head the whole time and it was cracking me the fuck up. I'm like, man, why do you dance like this? But then again, why does his body look like Megatron is trying to take over him? I don't know.
3: Well, so Elon Musk busts, bust, busts out a dance in Mexico. Yes, in Elon, Mexico. Elon exactly. I want to see this. I want to see this. You have to look at his dance move.
1: I'm like, what are you on, bud? Like, <laughs>
3: where, where is he? Show me, show me, show, He's me, show on, me. He
1: should be on the right. You'll see him in a second. Okay,
3: uh, he's just like, I, I see the, he's not, he's not doing the thing you're talking about. Oh, wait, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was he's, like, he's, like, what the he's, fuck he's, are you he's doing? Like, he's thrusting too when he does that. Uh huh, a little bit. Sure, dude.
1: And then there's that girl off to the left of him who's just kind of checking him out, like, oh yeah, big money. Hey. Oh, wait, wait,
3: wait. This is a better, oh, oh, this is the video. See, I was watching a different video. This is the video you're talking about. In the club? Yeah yeah he has his hands on his head now yeah dude like why were you doing that like it was so fucking funny to watch though. he's per- he's protecting himself from the earthquake that's happening something
1: like <laughs> his feet are barely leaving the ground which is also funny like how are you gonna dance but like not move your feet
3: I, I I I the other video definitely had him moving around a lot more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he I was it, talking then, about the one then, over
1: the weekend from Mexico. Like that was the one that. So no, it. no,
3: they were both from. They were both from that weekend. There was one oh I didn't know that, that
1: there was two. I thought there was just. There, that there's one. multiple
3: that apparently. I but saw, I'm talking but about the one where he's like the
1: main frame of it. The, the like one,
3: the one where he's main of it. But the, the one that I watched before, it just like panned off from him, came back, and then he was dancing. He was normally dancing, like okay, that's fine. Then he puts his hands up in the air, and then he pelvic Rust. dude like
1: i i do not know what my, what elon musk is on but yeah he does not need to be the ceo of anything like sure he can like supply the money for it but like please stop looking up and idolizing this man we're
3: getting we're getting brain chips from him soon so we'll so, see how that works out he's gonna connect us uh, to the network speaking of brain chips i want that from, 7g you know what i'm saying it's more than likely that Google's gonna make the brain chip you think uh yeah but i mean in retaliation to people trying to like block their way through google right because once they create the brain chip people are going to find a way to uh block the ads that come on the brain chip for uh free subscription users um and so, so, what's going to happen? Oh my God, I have, this is a terrible dystopian idea. What happens is with the brain chip that hurts up to the internet and it's Google based, uh, what happens is Clippy is starts you talking. Have, you have to pay for a, a subscription. You have to pay for a subscription so that uh, it does not have pop up ads that pop up in your, in your set, line of sight. Right, but they keep popping up like that virus from Midnight Gospel. <laughs> <laughs> oh that's how the virus that's how the virus works it's yeah like, it's a trojan horse in your brain yeah that's fucked that's fucked uh yeah but google is responding to ad blockers on youtube uh and banning them <coughs> they are yeah so uh, it was th-
1: it was first pointed out by a redditor named uh sask uh 100 who posted a screenshot a few days ago of a pop-up they received when they got on youtube which uh mentions that ad blockers are no longer allowed on youtube the pop-up mentions that those that are using an ad blocker will not be allowed to watch videos on the platform unless they enable ads on youtube or subscribe to youtube premium uh, which includes access to original programming on the platform and the ability to download videos while removing ads. Mm-hmm. But I'm not paying for YouTube Premium. I don't care.
3: I don't. I don't pay for YouTube Premium. The ads don't bother me. For some people, it does. But I, but this, oh no, this, it this, bothers this,
1: me. I fucking hate the ads. I remember when there was a time that there were no ads on that fucking website. I do. But you now na- nowadays now it's they'd be interrupting my long ass videos like four na- fucking times.
3: Nowadays, it's basically impossible to go without seeing ads. So I just wanted uh, to watch the fucking. Uh, uncut
1: version of the mark twain claymation movie from the fucking early 2000s but like now there's 500 fucking ads in the middle of it
3: i uh, feel like we could watch the whole thing without ads well,
1: maybe if i download i it.
3: i feel no i actually think you can watch the whole thing without ads i think i don't think if it's not making money off of it or it's not monetized then it it does not have ads on it right <clears throat> right so but,
1: uh yeah, so that, expect that to be coming around lately. I think
3: I think this also ties into the factor that ad support pays for the creators that you're watching. Um, so this is like a good thing and a bad thing. I well, yeah, it's not... like
1: uh, so the elsewhere creators have also seen a steady decline in ad revenue, uh, and this yes. is uh you know looking back to 2017's infamous ad apocalypse. Uh, many had, like, turned to Patreon and other means in order to make up for the shortfalls. Shit. Uh, Marky, Moo, well, that's... Marky Moo made an OnlyFans, you know?
3: <laughs> he made an OnlyFans because he... Like, I know, he I know. Has, it was, you know, like, that, a, it, I think it was a charity it, thing. It was a, it was a whole thing to get, like, charity donations and everything and get his mom's, uh, I think it was something for his mom's, like, support for his mom or something like that, which is very generous. But, yeah, he got it. <laughs> it's still really, really, really good advertisement for himself. Yeah. I'm just... The thing is with this whole thing is that with blocking ads, you're blocking the way for the creators you watch to get paid. But at the same time, I understand because ads um, and it's just it can be annoying. Now, the thing is, is that nowadays the ads really focus on the creators that are the most popular in in trending. And that will just drastically change every week or so uh the trends at least and uh, so you're so in this current day and age the the ad the quote-unquote adpocalypse is literally just a rotation rotating wheel of whoever gets in the trending page is who gets the most money right <clears throat> so and it's 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 not a good system it's youtube has youtube kind of set themselves up this way uh and and it's, their, it's pretty much their fault um it, it that they structured it this way and they've been trying to backpedal for like what five years now at least
1: a bit yeah
3: yeah so and it's still not working but since we're still in the talks of google and youtube and google uh google has removed a wait list for its chat P- chat gpt competitor called bard <sighs> great uh uh i it says that this is oh my god what is this thing uh collaborated with generative ai in a way to make similar open ai chat GPT. it removed its waitlist processes and now welcoming users from over all one hand, from over 180 countries um supporting 40 languages in the near future and expanding access to bar to even even more countries and territories uh include it and then there will be updates in in the future including it will soon become more visual experience uh it will uh, you can also upload images alongside text when bard is doing something this means you can upload images of your dogs don't do this don't upload Im- images to this ai thing please don't i i <laughs> this already seems like a like like something that could turn into skynet in the future don't do this so i
1: got on bard and uh i said write some lyrics for a hidden track from midnight gospel on netflix and so verse one it says i'm floating through space looking down at the earth it's so small and fragile and i feel so insignificant it says but then i remember i'm not alone there are billions of people on this planet and we're all connected says we're part of something bigger than ourselves and we're all here for a reason. So let's live our lives to the fullest and make the most out of every moment.
3: It needs more worms.
1: It does. It does need more worms. Okay.
3: Uh, okay. That was good. But... Try to have it the... write a Drake song. Write a what? Drake song. But the a Drake dra- song. Oh, okay, okay, song. okay. <laughs> Can
1: you... Write some lyrics for the newest Drake song.
3: God, this is going to get weird. (laughs) It's going to give you some nonsense, I bet.
1: I'm in the zone. I'm in the zone. I can't be stopped. <laughs> I can't be stopped. I'm on my own. I'm making moves. I'm making moves. I'm on my way to the top. I can't lose. <laughs> what the fuck is this? I'm the new Drake. I'm the new Drake. I'm here to stay. I'm here to take over. I'm the new Drake. The
3: new Drake. I'm unstoppable. I'm you, know what this, you know what this sounds like? This sounds like the time when Kanye West worked with Lil Pump to make uh, that I love it. What the fu- What? The- yeah, that song. Oh my god, dude! I'm not afraid to take risks. I'm not
1: afraid to fail. I'm not afraid to go all in. I'm not afraid to win. Oh my god, this is whack. Okay,
3: now we're we're done. We're done. This is whack. All right, yeah. Th- this this is happening. I don't right. care. A I'm not gonna use it. In so. the style of Drake. All right. So, what's on the next docket? While Jasmine works on this is i think we've talked about this for the past two years uh microsoft's acquisition for activision blizzard has been approved by the eu which is which is crazy i'm in the studio
1: working on my flow trying to come up with something that's never been said before i'm feeling the beat it's in my soul i can't help but let the words flow i'm drake the sixth god i'm here (laughs) to take over the world i'm not here to play games i'm here to win what the fuck is this It's like they read every Drake song and then, like, fucking put it all together. I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I'm not afraid to be myself. Uh, I'm not uh, afraid to stand up for what I believe in. I'm here to make a
3: difference. (laughs) Have it make make a song similar to Sicko Mode. Please, I'm I'm trying to get it to sound more Drake-like. I really want it to sound more Drake-like that uh, is like anyways yeah so the, EU, the european commission has agreed to let microsoft's acquisition 68.7 billion dollar acquisition of activision blizzard to go through now that does mean the uk's uh competition and markets authority does have to like still uh, approve it and the u.s does approve it but the eu has approved it so that's one of the three Man this is whack.
1: I'm in the club feeling myself. The music is loud. The people are wild. I'm ready to party. I'm ready to get lit. I'm about to turn up. I'm about to go sicko mode. Sicko mode. Sicko mode. I'm in the zone. I'm feeling it. I'm about to go crazy. I'm about to lose it. Sicko mode.
3: Sicko (laughs) mode. (laughs) Why do they keep saying it? What the fuck is this? When you repeat when you repeat words, it only makes it funnier. I don't know.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude! Like I'm having way too much fun here. All right. I'm sorry, guys. Like. No,
3: you're good. I'm. I'm just thinking. You're trying to get
1: done with the fucking podcast. It's it's gonna be.
3: It's gonna be interesting to see what bar can come out. So far, it seems like it's not. It's not too hot. No, it's Um, not too hot. These are not it. No, the the Activision Blizzard thing is it. It seems like it might possibly go through. I think it's going to be another several months until that happens for full, full uh, possibility. But we'll see about that. Uh, something that's coming real soon though. The first ever horror game awards.
1: The horror game awards. Yes, that that's something yes. that I was actually the like first really ever really horror
3: Exciting game awards it. called Fear Fest uh, it has a showcase in September um it's a two-day event starting on september 6th and you're available to watch live exclusively (laughs) (laughs) Uh, live exclusively uh where was our youtube and twitch channels uh starting 11 a.m pacific time two p.m eastern so for us it'll probably be like one um kicks off with black summer 2023 a spooky three-hour showcase of 2023 and 2024's most anticipated horror games uh trailers developer interviews special guest appearances and content creator reactions the awards will take place on september 7th um yeah so interesting okay so
1: i just want to say right now that uh chat gpt just blew away bard like because i typed it into chat gpt i said please Mm -hmm. read a song that sounds like a new track by drake says in the city lights where the stars align i'm feeling high can't deny it's my time i roll through the streets with the crew on my side yeah we're unstoppable on this wild ride they say i'm the one they say i'm the king i keep it real but that's the reason i sing from the heart of the soul, I bring the heat. I'm on the top of the game. Can't be beat. I'm a, I'm on fire. Do you hear Nala? Stick out, <laughs> <us! laughs> <laughs> Literally, though, dude. Literally, though. Oh, my fucking God. Thank you, chat GPT. Now, let's get back to the podcast instead of rapping. So, um... But, um. yes, um... Sorry for that slight, uh, you know, detour, but uh, the Fear Fest is returning this uh, September with the first ever horror game awards. And I'm yes. super excited for this because I feel that horror games uh, should really have their own award. You know what I mean? Because uh, mm-hmm. I feel like they get like kind of slighted, kind of like at the Oscars. You know what I mean? Uh, I I appreciate that they have these like niche genres uh, that not a lot of people would consider in a traditional yeah. uh award show setting. So uh the awards the horror game awards will take place on September 7th at the same time as uh um what was it? uh Fear Fear Demic. That's what it's mm-hmm. called, Fear Demic. Mm-hmm. But um yeah, uh, it's going to be uh a bunch of the most famous names. I'm sure Amnesia is going to be there, <laughs> you know, uh because they Are putting out, or have put out something new recently. Oh, The Bunker. The Bunker is coming to Game Pass uh, like in two weeks, a week, something like that, Um, for free Uh, on Game Pass, I think. Don't quote me. But uh, yeah, anyway, speaking of horror games, while we're still here, Layers of Fear, uh, release date has been officially revealed, and this is going to be the Unreal Engine 5 Rap God of uh horror movie um inspired video games so uh well, blue layers
3: of fear 2 out twenty 2022 is this is this just a remake of the original what is this is this layers of fears well layers. hold on layers of fear is layers of fear remake it's a remake of the original <clears throat>
1: Yeah, so, yeah, uh, they're okay. remaking it, but it's in Unreal Five, so it looks like shit's gonna pop out at you. I, I I played scary.
3: the original. I did play Layers of Fear. That game was 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 uh crazy creepy at uh, yeah, dude. I, I'll never
1: forget as a child. The reason why I don't play horror games today is because I played Fear Two when I was like eight.
3: <laughs> <laughs> My dad brought it uh, home and he was
1: just like, "Yeah, I don't really like this game that much." Like, and I and I fucking sat down and started playing it when he rented it for the, mm. like PS3 or PS2 dude when i tell you i got so fucking scared like almost as scared as the first time i watched mirrors as a kid like uh-huh. Uh-huh. dude i refused I to watch mirrors. that movie for a long time i refused to watch that movie for a long you wanna time you want to watch it again i'm okay or, with, with mirrors you? now yeah like i'm an adult now yeah. like it's fine but like that was that was people. another irrational fear of mine as a child was watching the it movie has a
3: 14 on rotten tomatoes
1: mirrors with Kiefer, i think it was Kiefer sutherland <laughs>
3: it's it's yes it's key, it's key for seven,
1: seven. yeah yeah that movie scared the shit out of me as a kid but uh
3: um, it has also it has also cameron boyson i forgot he was in oh my god he's still yeah. a thing
1: what uh, i i said he's still a thing cameron Boyce cameron,
3: well no he died Oh, oh that one yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah 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 he died he died in 2019 very oh, young too. he, was, not like, the he was like 18 the memes oh yeah yeah no they were awful um but no layers of fear is the the remake is coming out that's gonna be cool to see unreal engine 5 is definitely gonna bring it up the speed uh it's gonna be it's gonna be cool um they did call it layers of fears but they dropped the s did they yeah they
1: did. I, that's what i was uh, thinking i was like i thought it was called layers of fears
3: they did but then they dropped the s because it sounded weird to me layers of fears doesn't sound too good layer of fear does sound. layers of fear does sound good though um but yes so that's coming out here soon and uh yeah i i think i'll i'll want to play it uh you can watch me play it <laughs> i'll watch you play it yeah for sure yeah uh, but, uh, speaking of games that we're not going to be playing, uh, a studio working on the secret PlayStation game hit uh, ha- has been hit by layoffs as Sony is revaluating its own portfolio. Yeah, uh, dude.
1: Like, uh, they took on <laughs> too many fucking IPs, you know. Or, not IPs, uh, companies. Sony made a lot of
3: acquisitions. Last a year. A lot of acquisitions. A lot. And, it, and it, it, was, it was good. It was probably a good idea At the time, time. them. But, but I feel like they might have taken on too many. Oh, for it's, sure. it's 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 a, it's a thing it's a thing i'm seeing recently where these companies these big companies are trying to spread out way more now mm-hmm. but they're like they don't have the 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 money capital. to expand the capital and the money to expand that far so mm-hmm. they're stretching themselves thin and it's making some of the content they create not as, as worthy. Yeah, not last n- week we, we just covered
1: not- PlayStation's first-party studio, Concrete Genie, developer Pixel Opus, shutting down uh, mm-hmm. on June 2nd. And uh, Ubisoft had a wave of layoffs earlier this week as well. Um, yeah. You know, like, it's just <laughs> happening all over. And as, you know, both me and your job future dream jobs you know what I mean are both being hit by layoffs. Mine, mines
3: mine, mine's being hit by animation as animation stu- uh, is not being held up to the standard it should be in in in, in Hollywood well, but the layoffs also, is what I'm saying and like, also not only that but the screenwriters uh, this the the writers Guild going on strike because I'm a I'm wanting to go into screenwriting so it shows me that Hollywood still is not treating people the way they should be. Right. Uh, for the work that they put in. Um, so I'll find my way. I just know I'm going to have to dodge dodge bullets and deal with bullshit. So. For sure. We both will. It's it, these industries because <clears throat> these are.
1: It's going to take a while before I'm working on my own like indie projects.
3: Oh, know? I said it. I, and I made a five to ten year plan and I said I would like to get my, I would like to start my production company by year 10. 10 years from now i would like to have a production company doesn't have to be big it could be small but it would get it started that's like 10 years down the line that i planned for right Uh, because it's going to take a while to set it up beginning and also trying to learn the logistics of business for that so um well
1: yeah yeah. Uh, no maybe at one point uh be rich enough to uh, hire somebody to worry about the logistics but
3: oh yeah no getting somebody for for uh the the numbers standpoint would be great yeah um but uh right now i'm gonna have to do it on my own but things that are also happening with layoffs the witcher spinoff studio has also been hit with layoffs due to the game's restructuring uh this is molasses flood um is what the developers are called um, they called it Project Sirius. Sirius uh, has so changed. Why so, so the serious. competition, the composition of the team that's working on the, uh, mainly uh, the Molasses Flood side, uh, has been restructured. Concrete number of employees we parted way with is 21 team members in the U.S. and eight in Poland. Um, there's a new framework to the project after restarting development. Uh, yeah, so. I, I, it's just more restructuring. Uh, great. Uh, speaking of more restructuring, we have Ubisoft. Yeah, we were just talking about
1: Ubisoft and like they're going to be, uh, you know, focusing more on Assassin's Creed future, uh, to salvage their damaging losses, uh, from this year. So, uh, in its full year earnings today, Ubisoft. reported that in the fiscal year in which its only major releases were mario uh, Rabbids, spark of hope uh just dance 2023 and rocksmith plus its net sales were uh 1.81 billion dollars down or, or excuse me that's pounds billion dollars down 14.6 percent from last year and it overall reported an operating loss of 543 million dollars while ubisoft has previously stated that sparks of hope and just dance specifically underperformed uh other live service game kept money flowing in with assassin's creed franchise in particular reaching a new record active users despite no new game releases yeah that's what happens when you guys focus on your fucking content you know what i mean and create expansive open world games with uh, not a lot of glitching, you know, and active uh, hot fixing, and, they uh, are updates, going. So.
3: They're they're going back to the route of a more linear story for the new Assassin's Creed games. I think that's kind of smart because Valhalla was massive, but it felt like a lot. Like yeah,
1: if I, 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 did, I didn't finish it. I played a long time. I never finished it, and then I tried
3: when i tried to finish it the game broke for some reason and well yeah because
1: they updated so much of it like from the last time that you had played that your 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 save file was corrupted i
3: don't know what happened i just can't play it on my xbox anymore so yeah. I, I just don't know. I, I literally can't. If I download it, uninstall it, it just it pops up like the, the, the game pops up on my screen. Even if I uninstall it, it'll still be in my game catalog. And then when I uninstall it, it disappears until I reset the Xbox or turn it back on in right. the next playthrough and it's back again. Um, I don't have any data of it on my, I don't know. It's just corrupted. I can't even, when I try to download it, it goes into this weird setting, weird setup where it will update, but immediately when it tries to update, it stops installation. And then it'll try to update again, stops. And it just continues in that feedback loop and doesn't stop. Hmm. Um, I hate that so, for you. Yeah. I can play it on other consoles. I've tried it on Katie's. I can't play it on mine anymore. So I don't know. I'm just like, at that point, I'm just like... I will just play it whenever I get the chance again. But right now I have so many other games that I want to do instead. Um, so yeah, yeah, I feel it just that. to me to me like Odyssey was the perfect Assassin's Creed game to me. That was an amazing, well put together game. But when Valhalla came through and I started playing it, uh, I felt like it was it was kind of. It was a step back they added more stuff to do but it was over took... over
1: drenched it
3: with, was over drenched uh... in new in new mecha- in some mechanics that felt didn't really flushed out and at the same time they took mechanics that i really loved from odyssey away and and, and all that but you know it's gonna happen but now they're working on mirage i think is the next one yeah uh which is going to be a more linear story and has way less time than than Bahala. and then you also have the other ones you have hex uh jade and red is the other ones um so yeah, yeah. um but i look forward to red because red is said in japan if i recall which is what I've been wanting. I've wanted right. an Assassin's Creed game set in Japan. So I look forward to that one. <clears throat> but... Thinking, Something that, like, that has nothing to do I with Japan. This I don't look forward to is, at all. and doesn't make sense. Sad. Ubisoft has been trying to do the NFT game for a while. And now they finally figured it out for some reason. With Assassin's Creed, of course. Um, They're going to take us to they, they work with this company called uh, Integrated Reality Labs, or RRL. IRL whoa whoa Uh, the the produce a range of Assassin's Creed themed smart collectibles is what they're calling and it's literal acrylic cubes with Assassin's Creed guys in them that are tied to NFTs
1: dude like I bought a Breaking Benjamin and Disturb ticket uh, for the point show here in St. Louis uh, at the amphitheater and Mm. literally it gave me a digital NFT of my ticket i don't know and i don't care i don't want it like i would have preferred the actual physical pass you understand what i'm saying like but it's it's a pass but in digital form
3: that's so weird it's fucking Um, bizarre that that's just like you can just take a picture of the pass and then it's like on your phone i don't get it i know um the the so these nfts are attached to these acrylic cubes which are going to be stored on a polygon block it's just it's weird, uh, and you'll be able to play with them in this using a new adap- downloadable app. Apparently, these cubes are what are interesting to me, not the NFTs. If they were just selling these cubes, these acrylic cubes of the Assassin's Creed characters, right? Like that, that's fine, that's a, that's fine because that's an actual collectible that you have, but you're right. attaching it to it, but you're using it's these digitally cubes. collectible. No, no, no I no, hate no. that. No, you're using this is my issue, they're using these cubes to market NFTs it's not the cubes they're marketing it's the nfts that they're marketing through the cubes that's my concern it doesn't make sense why not just market the cubes and say they have a digital collectible with them instead they're saying oh you collect these cubes so you can use them to create nfts with through the cubes so that you can use them online instead i just
1: IRL will pr- will use its proprietary three D printing technology to produce a dinky version of your digital guy, embedded with the chip, <laughs> embedded with the chip, allowing it to be scanned and authenticated, along with interactivity from the IRL companion app. Yes. Yeah, so, so you're what's gonna going have on a, you're gonna that... have a real life thing that you can scan to make the digital thing.
3: Yes. And what's going to happen is they're going to push a limited set of these things called digital souls to them. Uh, varying rarities in the market, and then once you get your thing, your non-fungible Ezio or whatever, uh, you'll be able to push, able to uh, rouse him from slumber on your mobile device and customize him in what they call the Soul Customizer, which is literally a wardrobe wardrobe changer. Yeah, it's just a wardrobe changer. Yeah, this says this is what they're they're going with: customize your outfit, weapon, and pose, and forge your digital soul into a unique smart collective this is fucking stupid. This is so fucking stupid. I'm so tired. Of I, I, I just, I, I don't. It's weird. It, it's weird to me. It's really weird to me that they're going through the effects of making these acrylic things. And they're like, no, these aren't the things you want you want to collect. It's the NFTs you want to collect of these of these acrylic things. Right. And 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 that's what that's what's weird to me about this whole blockchain AI thing. And I'm going to go off on a small rant like I like I've done in the past on this whole thing is it feels cheap. It feels like a complete scam is what it is. It it feels factual, bro. It really feels like you're 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 utilizing a new technology that really not everybody understands, of course, and trying to upsell it. You're upselling it for for buku do- dollars, and there's and there's no reason to do it. I Just it's it literally you're just getting a digital print of something when you could pay for the digital print and you could just pay for it and have it or i don't know you could just like take a picture of it or something it's it's really the whole nft thing has been a stupid thing for a while it was fine at first when it was just like oh you'll get this but now everybody has an nft now so it's been a diluted market and this just doesn't help either so i don't know this is just weird this is like the first of many ubisoft nfts that they're trying to bring out apparently (sighs) oh what's the next thing i don't the next thing is something that
1: uh is pretty cool uh if you like fallout but uh, i do so i love fallout yeah fallout's vaults originally had a purpose straight from starfield essentially uh so one of the original creators of the fallout series tim kane uh has revealed on his youtube channel um and you can go watch it it's still up that the vaults initially had a much grander much grandiose purpose Uh, grandiose purpose you know so they were initially meant to send people to space hoping they would find new planets to live on uh this of course harkens the upcoming starfield's plot to mind where humans have already begun space exploration and colonizing planets Uh, in the fallout series Mm -hmm. the entire world obviously has been uh, affected by nuclear missiles and Fallout, uh leaving some people and creatures to mutate and uh the nuclear war was something that the enclave and the u.s uh government saw coming so to prepare for this they decided to take their best and brightest to space in hopes of finding a new earth but they realized that this couldn't be done before the bombs dropped and vault tech thought they c- thought it could use their vaults as trial runs to help them get into space which is why uh, every vault was some sort of test
3: yeah that uh, okay. like okay yeah, it, okay it, it, okay it was it's All a right. it's
1: a test uh uh, to see
3: how certain things could go wrong in space. Um, yeah, that make that does make sense. These were tests because the vaults were essentially a way in the games, at least, a way to test how humans interact not just humans
1: because there's ones where human where plants come to life oh yeah plants come to
3: life there's ones where they just put robots in there rogue ai yeah rogue ai there there's a bunch of vaults but like the main thing is the test uh the conditions of stability on living things yeah is essentially what they're what they're doing yeah so they
1: they set all these (laughs) vaults up for multi-generational plans you know what i mean like these people were going to have kids, and those kids would have kids, and they specifically placed all these people in here to create a community wherever these ended up. Hopefully, somewhere mm-hmm. where it was viable for humanity to thrive. You know what I mean? Uh, because Earth had become an inhabitable place uh,
3: because of themselves. So that so, this makes me that makes me wonder if like maybe Starfield is like the progenitor to to the fallout series as like maybe one vault or like the the elite like created a way to get off into space before the bombs fell and then yeah they progress- like maybe they one pro- or two
1: you know or three yeah,
3: i feel like like a team or like a like at least like a, a small group or even more than that and then when i was gonna out, say like
1: one of the vaults you know what i mean
3: oh yeah yeah and then and then what happened is, is that over time we progress as humans, like spread out through the galaxies and stuff like that, uh, and that becomes Starfield. But we'll have to wait and see. Maybe that there'll be. Sounds a oddly too.
1: like uh, Horizon Zero Dawn.
3: You know, I'm thinking honestly, there's just going to be Easter eggs and teasers towards their other games elder yes. scrolls and fallout they always they had they had teaser they had uh a- easter eggs in fallout for towards elder scrolls and stuff like that they, so. did,
1: they totally did it's a bethesda thing but um yeah. so they they said that even though this was conceived this idea was conceived after fallout one was completed uh vault 13 still fits into this concept too as the vault wasn't designed to work and they wanted to see how long one of these vaults would last yes. and so the overseer and the following generations of overseers in there were told to keep people in and when they had something malfunctioned uh they were originally told try to figure out how to fix it we don't want anyone leaving Mm -hmm. like they were never meant to release people back so they could repopulate the earth kane said that uh, the plan didn't make any sense but vault tech making experimental beds for space exploration did yeah like the cryo beds
3: Mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah yeah. that
1: yeah. makes like so uh, it, it makes way more sense now to me anyway
3: it does so i i bed I of think, nails uh, still doesn't make any sense though but yeah what what doesn't <laughs> the bed of nails no no that's just that's a parlor trick
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh the crucifixion of christ of... too right Spe- what? Par- <laughs> <laughs>
3: i said a bed of nails and i said the crucifixion of christ too huh Yeah, Crucifixion of Koroks going on in Legend of Zelda. Speaking of of Legend of Zelda, Tears of the uh, Kingdom. (laughs) The community is going fucking crazy with the physics engine. I love it. I have seen so many awesome creations. Not only that, but I've also seen very chaotic creations. Um, The community has decided to turn a bunch of uh, using the physics engines to the best of its ability because they made it where you're able to combine literally anything you want into a weapon. You can make vehicles. You can attach things to pretty much anything. Um, And people have been bothering Koroks. What are Koroks? Well, they're the little... It's not a wipe. No. (laughs) (laughs) Koroks. (laughs)
1: Koroks. (laughs) Koroks. No, Koroks Cor- with
3: no L. Koroks, Cor- Cor- right. Uh, so Koroks right. uh, so Cor- right. uh, so Cor- right are these little green dudes. They're like leafy green dudes. And in the Breath of the Wild, they would pop up. they Breath would like, the- ha ha, you found me. And then they would disappear. And they'll give you like special items or hey, something. Hey, listen. Your... But the issue is that they would just pop up randomly out of nowhere sometimes. Uh, and people have been treating them pretty fucking bad <laughs> in the news in the new one um we have not only that but they turning them. people are crucifying, yeah, crucifying them, them. Up, like... people have been attaching jet jet rockets to them and sending them off into like nothing uh with there's... these
1: just cause physics like what the it's, fuck it's
3: it's really it's really it looks really fun to play it's like right up my alley zelda just zelda i just want <laughs> <laughs> um but there's or also just people link, turning really link into it. tony hawk as they're giving him a they're making skateboards and literally just skateboarding around the city not the city <laughs> the, the world and stuff like that i think it's it's really cool yeah people are yeah, like I,
1: turning it into fucking tony hawk's pro skater and it's fucking
3: crazy i i just think that they did a really good job with this game and giving the yeah i showed you a
1: little bit of the gameplay uh for well i've i've been following this kingdom. game
3: since i've i've heard the announcement because i love breath of the wild i think it is one of the best net games nintendo has made in the past years and this just expands on it not kirby um, air ride bro i'm kidding Kirby I'm, I'm air- <laughs> no Luigi's i'm talking Mansion like mod like like games from the past 10 years Luigi's this is mentioned too this is this is the best one that they've created in my opinion and it's just because i love rpgs open worldness and explore exploration and that's exactly what legend of zelda has always been um and this just expands on it uh and it just gives them a physics engine that lets them literally play however you want and i love that and, and that just makes it... Because I'm going to have so much fun messing with all the stupid shit I can do in the game when I get my hands on it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's just Maybe in the future dumber. I'll get a Switch. I don't know. I will bring it... I'll bring it over and just show you what i got. I kind of want a doing. Steam
1: Deck more than a Switch, but... Mm-hmm. But the I, Asus, the Aces Asus uh ally got pretty mm-hmm. good scores from IGN, so that's cool. It, they said it it's like just... Uh, handheld for xbox game pass they're like it's like the perfect thing
3: oh somebody actually did it whoa it actually works the thing where you attach a bomb to the the shield and you jump on it yeah
1: that's because what you, I was can sh- talking you can to you, about it. I was you like... can
3: you can shield uh you can shield surf in this game if you're going down a hill and stuff you can jump yep. on your shield and, and surf on it so people will attach the bomb to their shield surf and they'll jump on the shield with the bomb on it and they'll send them up in the air not damaging them too which is it's an interesting way of getting up high heights so that's cool that is an
1: interesting i think
3: people I, I are messing think,
1: with the physics completely but i love it
3: i think the physics are awesome i think it's a it's a great step into making the game more immersive in in the ways even though know, that i sent you a photo of somebody say saying this game's not immersive i made this and i shouldn't be able to make you this. control the buttons that you press yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, so, it's only as immersive as you want it to be, um, and I, whenever I get my hands on one, because me and Katie's, I guess, I think it's, it's our decision that it'll be our, like, gift to ourselves, uh, for moving into an apartment together, is we want to get a Switch for us, uh, because she wants to play Animal Crossing, I want to play Smash, and also this game, and other ones that I find, that I just can't, oh, Super Mario Odyssey is another one I want to play, too, um, but... That's on Switch as well. So, eventually it'll happen. Eventually I'll get to the point where I get all the consoles, but collect all the
1: Infinity Stones. I'm on my I way. I want
3: to be. I want to become console king, boy. Um, <clears throat> but uh, you get yeah. To C2. I think that's it. This is this is the. It this is, is the last it, This one. was the last it one. It is the last one. Um, uh, do you
1: have any facts today, Zach, for uh, our listeners? Or did oh we not God. plan ahead? I lit. I
3: literally had an actual fact. Like I did have a fact. camels. What? No, no, no. Camel facts this time. Oh, okay. Cam- camels are quite terrifying. I actually did have they a are. fact, but I cannot remember it. Every like most of the facts that I have are all animal facts. I do not. I, it's just something I I have. Like the one about echidna cocks that I'll never forget about. That it looks like a glove. Don't. D- <laughs> so weird i'll never forget uh, that it's so weird sonic the hedgehog's cock don't look that up no okay so fact of the fact of the day fact of the week what is it um blue is hungry my cat facts my cat my cat <laughs> is hungry and she wants attention you know That's what? what she's hungry i for. can
1: put that
3: up on the list with haku yes here come here blue come here. what are you gonna say are you gonna say anything
1: Meow, meow 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 meow
3: meow meow meow. Oh, she's purring so loud. Oh, what a sweet I baby. I picked her. I picked her up, and she she immediately curled into my arms. Yeah, but Blue is hungry for attention. That's my fact of the day. Um, you should thank hear you for her at 3... two a.m. while he's
1: playing video games. It's quite hilarious. Who? I said they should hear her at 2 a.m. while you're trying oh, to play video yeah, games. yeah, man. Like, you're, you're... you're not concentrating on her. Like, she will throw a fucking fit. It's crazy.
3: You, you've heard how she sounds when I come home. Right? Yeah. I sent you a video uh-huh. of that, right? She <gasps> goes <ballistic. laughs> and the She goes fucking... ballistic. Yeah. She's yeah, like, dude. why did you leave me? Why did you leave me for several hours? I did not like this. Like when you come over and Nala hops in your lap? Yep. Yeah. But uh, anyways, thank you for listening, new and returning. We have a Facebook if you want to follow. Also, I want to shout out my other group that I actually made. It's called... Oh, fuck, what did I call it? Uh, poorly Made it, Foods. Poorly, uh, cons- poorly Constructed Foods, I think is what it was. Poorly, yeah. exi- poorly, existing, poorly foods. existing Foods. Poorly existent Foods, yeah. It is, it is all about how, how there are foods that uh b- businesses will make and whatnot it's specifically ones that their are existence up. is questionable it's their quest because uh one of them i found was the fruit quake mountain dew i've tried that that tastes like a candle i've talked about it on the podcast <laughs> oh i tried it tastes I like tried a this, candle <laughs> i tried this ramen noodle that was like oh delicious. the maple one yeah uh, it tasted it tasted like a like a like a watered down McRiddle. watery meat yeah. bits yeah so so that one's not that great and that's also on there also i found ranch ice cream i never got to try it but i found it
1: did i tell Um, you i found alcoholic ice cream while i was at schnook's i saw champagne ice cream no dude it one of them was one of them was called uh the one i want to try is called cheesecake moonshine
3: oh okay
1: yeah exactly that's what i'm saying like they're like 10 bucks for a fucking pint though
3: jesus yeah, i know well it makes sense it has alcohol in it so. i know
1: but still like what's the equivalence of the shots you know you know what i mean does like it
3: not, does it not tell you the like it unknowns? tells you a
1: percentage you know what i mean but it doesn't tell you it tells you what percentage alcohol is in there and but, but i didn't by, i didn't pick it up by yeah i it didn't okay. i didn't pick it up like i was just looking at the sign from the outside of the freezer and i was like no way this is real They have it in a completely (laughs) separate freezer away from the freezer aisle. I'm sure it's to prevent shoplifting and stuff like that. But,
3: uh... But, uh, yeah, no, that's it. Uh, Thank you for listening. Um, We're not going to have anything up this weekend because I am busy moving out of here. He's moving. I I got graduation. I am literally busy this weekend, so... Yeah. Uh, oh, I will be seeing Guardians of the Galaxy three this Friday with Katie. Finally, I, right. I am looking forward to it. It's gonna be sad and it's gonna tear me apart. Uh, yeah, pretty much. So, uh, but I'm for it because I, I I love the series. So, anyways, until I think next next week, I will be with uh, in person. Yeah, so that'll be good. And. <laughs> Then we'll probably have some weekend epi- episodes finally, right? Because we'll be able uh, to watch again. movies together, and there's no homework involved. But what was the What was the movie we wanted to watch together? Like when we got back, when I got back?
1: Well, well know, I was we... talking about the Mark Twain one on a special night. But yes, like that, yes, yes, like... yes, 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 yes,
3: yes, yes. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, until next time, thank you. And uh, if you have a pet, go go cuddle them right now
1: in pain
0: offense
1: with Mark Twain.
0: It seems as if you have done it. Done what you ask? Hmm. Well, it seems like you have crawled into the internet wormhole known as the Spitting Nonsense Podcast and made it out alive. Congratulations, Wanderer.